Good evening, everybody. Good evening. We'll call the meeting of the Liberty County Board of Commissioners to order. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. Glad to hear that. Hello to everyone in attendance, those of you who are here physically in the room, and uh, those of you who are watching us via live stream, happy to have you too, to uh, keep up with what's going on in Liberty County. As I stated before, great things are happening and it's moving very quickly. Uh, but we're glad to be a community that has growth, and of course, with growth, there comes management uh, issues. I hate to use the word issues, um, but we're having to try to manage as best that we can to ensure that the county grows properly. So we're happy to be blessed to be in that position because I know other counties in Georgia, I can say that, who are having just uh, adverse, uh, just the opposite. So we are proud that God has blessed our community with this growth. And thank these commissions for their service. Uh, for being here today, we do know that Commissioner Walton had an appointment that he may be joining us late, uh, later, if at all possible. This time we proceed with our meeting. I don't see Pastor Hayes or anyone from the Ministerial Alliance here. So, Mr. Mosley, will you be kind enough, sir, to lead us again in our invocation and our pledge? Please stand, if you will. <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Commission, our agenda has been prepared for us. Do I need to give IT a minute, sir? Please, sir. I think the mic was... All right. I think, I think it's ready. Testing one, two, three. It's ready. Now. All right. Thank you, sir. We have some employees we need to recognize this evening. Is that right, sir? We do, Mr. Chairman, and right. uh, it's my honor to uh, recognize these employees with y'all tonight. Uh, these are employees that have 15 years of service uh, with the county. All right. So, commissioners, let's go down and. Read and recognize our employees with 50 years of service. Mr. Chairman, Commissioners, the, uh, the first person I'd like to recognize tonight, we'll start with the ladies. Uh, first person is from the Sheriff's Office, actually from the jail. It's a tough spot, and I'm, I'm, we pray for you all the time. And that's Miss Anita Waltire.
Uh, next, next person I'd like to recognize is one that you see uh, quite often in here, and this is uh, Ms. Laura Woodworth. And then uh, last, but certainly not least, we, we got the most photogenic out of the way first. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I'm just kidding. I, I say that because I, I, don't, I don't match there. You do, though, Paul. Uh, and this is Mr. Paul, Paul, Paul Zeckman, Building and Licensing. He's actually the reason they film all those movies down the East End there. And Mr. Chairman, these just a few others that weren't able to join us tonight: uh, Deborah Edwards from 911, Troy Lewis from Recreation, uh, Betty Brazil from DA, Wyman Chapman from the Sheriff's Office, Kendra Bellis from Tax Assessors, Charlene Penny from the Rec, and uh, help me with this name, Maria, from the Tax Commissioner's Office. Patel Tau. Patel Yep. <laughs> from the task from the task commissioner's office and Kathy Stoddard from the clerk of court. So I want to mention them. On the count of three. On the count of three, Liberty County Proud. One, two, three. Thank you all again for your years of service. All right. Acclamation 911 Public Safety Telecommunications Week. I see Miss Erica, she's going to, y'all going to tag team? I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> You'll laugh. Hello. Hello. Um, next week is National Public Safety Telecommunicator Week, and every year it falls the second full week of April, um, and it's a week set aside to 
um, celebrate those behind the radio, the voices that you don't hear or you don't see, but you hear. Um, and it just gives everyone a chance to tell them thank you for the job uh, that they perform every day, every night, 24 seven. They are again behind the scenes. So a lot of people don't think of us first, um, but we are the voice. We're the first ones on every scene. Um, so we've got a proclamation that Joey has gotten and requesting for you all to sign off on for our week next week. Um, before you read that, I'm also gonna give you, um, there's an IM911 hashtag. Basically, it just kind of gives you a little insight of calls we take and our memories of what we take with us. Um, there's four maybe from our center, one with uh, hashtags from outside the center. Thank you. Just some of our thoughts on calls that we take with us daily. Um, some from five years ago, some from 10 years ago, some from 20 years ago. This is a proclamation for National Public Safety Telecommunicators Week, which is April 10th through the 16th, 2022. Whereas emergencies can occur at any time that require police, fire, or emergency medical services. And whereas when an emergency occurs, the prompt response of police officers, firefighters, and paramedics is critical to the protection of life and preservation of property. And whereas the safety of our police officers and firefighters is dependent upon the quality and accuracy of information obtained from citizens who telephone the Liberty County Emergency Communications Center. And whereas public safety telecommunicators are the first and most critical contact our citizens have with emergency services. Whereas public safety telecommunicators are the single vital link for our police officers and firefighters by monitoring their activities by radio, providing them information and ensuring their safety. And whereas public safety telecommunicators of the Liberty County have contributed substantially to the apprehension of, criminal, of criminals, suppression of fires, and treatment of patients. And whereas each dispatcher has exhibited compassion, understanding, and professionalism during the performance of their job in the past year. Therefore, be it resolved that the Liberty County Board of Commissioners declare the week of April 10th through 16th, 2022 to be National Public Safety Telecommunicators Week in Liberty County in honor of the men and women whose diligence and professionalism keep our city and county and citizens safe. Signed this fifth day of April, 2022. If, Mr. Eric, if you all will come stand behind us, we'll, <coughs> we'll do a photo op for you too. Instant replay. I was going to say, how's Joey talking to his <laughs> <laughs> Mr. If you all will come in, please. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thick, will you say that in the mic, what you just told her? 
You just told Erica, would you say that in the microphone, what you just told Erica? No, Ms. Thrift. Oh, I tell them I appreciate everything they do for us. Oh, thank yes, you. We yes, we do. Give them a hand again, y'all, for those. <laughs> oh, that work behind the scenes, we appreciate you. <clears throat> Resolution, Georgia Mutual Aid Group. Yes, sir. Chief Darby's going to come up and uh, kind of give you a brief overview. Uh, this is to uh, basically a mutual aid pack. This is a group uh, that works statewide uh, to be able to get together and assist uh, with resources and things that are needed in an emergency. Good evening, Commissioners. Thank you for giving me a moment of your time. The uh, GMAG is what it's uh, referred to as. This is a group of solely fire departments throughout the state of Georgia. And at one point, Liberty County was part of this group um, about three or four years ago. They went through re-sanctioning and figuring out um, the process. And we weren't notified um, because of a, a break in communication with uh, an employee who was out due to some medical reasons. Uh, through a chief conference I just recently went to, found out about this GMAG group being up and active. Uh, what this allows is, um, for instances like tornadoes and hitting cities or major structure fires or a semi-truck hitting a bridge um, and it exhausting our resources here within Liberty County, I can literally pick up the phone and say, hey, Savannah Fire, Bryan County Fire, even all the way up to Atlanta that might have specialties will come and help us. Um, through this resolution, it does turn in, in that of a mutual aid agreement there's no cost that we pay to them if they come and help us, and if we go help them, there's no cost that they pay to us. So it's kind of we take care of our own. It's mutually just upon the state, and it's for immediate means for me to turn and say, hey, I need help. Obviously, we would default to our EMA department if GEMA-level assets needed to be involved through their EMAG group or through their EMA agencies, but this is just to get help coming faster. <clears throat> Any questions for Mr. Darby? When you you mentioned Savannah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so, so you'd be able to reach out anywhere? Um, any Anywhere that is part of this resolution. So we're broken okay. down into areas. For us, we are Area 5 for the state, mm -hmm. and we are the coastal empire going from the South Carolina-Georgia line all the way down to the Florida-Georgia line, mm -hmm. um, being the coastal empire. Um, those we generally have mutual aid agreements with. As we stand now, we don't have a mutual aid between department and department with Savannah Fire, um, which could incur some kind of cost if we were to request them outside of an agreement. Mm -hmm. So this kind of puts all that to the side. And there's one document that says, if you are a recognized fire department on this GMAG um, group, that you will come and help at no cost. Okay. Okay. Chief Dobby. <clears throat> Uh, when we had an accident on the interstate yes, sir. a while back, would that would you consider that as a part of this? Yes, sir. So with that's actually a perfect example. So with that, that could have been something um, because that was a technical resource that was requested. It was, I mean, it was way above our means. Um, so the GSAR, which we, the law enforcement referred to that day as the fire department SWAT team, um, came out in their big 18-wheeler and trailer and came out with cutting wheels and rebar cutters and were able to assist. In theory, yes, we could get a bill from them. I've talked with them, we're not, but um, 
this alleviates all that, as well as instead of I can call them right off the bat and say, hey, I don't need you, and everything works, works better. Okay. It's taking what we do here inside Liberty County as far as mutual aid and putting it to the state level also. <clears throat> all right. I think Ms. Chief Darby has been clear in the explanation, so I think we can waive reading of the uh, resolution. So at this time, the chair would take a motion to approve the uh, resolution as presented. Yeah, I'll make that motion. Second. Any further discussion? All in favor, we'll raise your right hand, please. Any opposes? All right, sir. Thank you very much, Commissioner. We'll sign that. Thank you, sir. Uh, the minutes for the month of March, <clears throat> March 1st and March 17th, will require our approval. We had time to review those. Yes, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion. We approve the minutes as presented. Second. Motion and second. We approve the March 1st and March 17th meeting um, for the month of March meeting minutes. Any further discussion on that? There being none, all favor raise your right hand, please. Minutes are approved. Thank you. A rezoning petition from LCPC. Mr. Jeff Rickerson is here. Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the commission. Yes, sir. We have one zoning request for you tonight, and it has been advertised as a public it, hearing. It has advertised as a public hearing. Chair, entertain a motion to go into a public hearing for this result. Second. Second. All in favor? All right. We're now in public hearing. Proceed, sir. Okay, thank you, sir. This is a request by uh, Aaron and Elena, Elena Duncan to rezone 9.6 acres of their property from R3, which is multifamily, to B1, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's currently zoned R3 multifamily and B1 neighborhood commercial, and they want to zone just uh, 9.6 acres to AR1. Uh, this is where their home site is, and they're interested in using this property for agricultural uses. I think you want to do goats, is that right? Donkeys, okay. Mm -hmm. Donkeys. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he wants to raise animals on the property, and uh, he can do that in the AR1 zoning. So he'd like to rezone this property. It's located at 1757 Lewis Fraser Road. Uh, and there you see there his parcel numbers. Uh, the property was rezoned, and we, we did some research on this. This was rezoned back in September of 2006 for a townhouse development. And of course, the front uh, of, of the area uh, of, of the road along uh, Lewis Fraser Road was zoned B1 for neighborhood commercial. That is not uh, in keeping with what Mr. Duncan would like to do with their property, so he's asked to rezone uh, the, the, home, the home site portion of his property to AR1. You see here we've uh, posted a sign on the property. This is the entrance into Mr. Duncan's home. Uh, you also see the uh, ad in the Coastal Courier. And this is just an aerial photograph just showing where it's located. <coughs> this is Oglethorpe Highway, Bill Carter Road. Lewis Fraser Road is located right here, just where uh, Bill Carter Road comes into Lewis Fraser Road. Uh, he owns this entire property here. You can see this is Peacock Creek running through the middle of this property. He owns this entire property. It's probably about 100 acres or so. But right now, he's asking just tonight to rezone this 9.6 acres that you see highlighted here uh, to AR1. His, his home is in the middle of that property there. And this is a little bit closer uh, shot of the property. You can see the R3 zoning here. It's uh, out here in, the, in a very rural area uh, along Lewis Fraser Road. Uh, and what he's asking for uh, you to approve tonight is just this 9.6 acres here. You can see here the, the neighborhood commercial here on the front. So he's, a, he's asking to change this neighborhood commercial and this portion of the R3 
to uh, AR1, which is agricultural residential. And then there's a, just a graphic there just showing his overall piece of property here with the uh, outline in red and then the small piece here that we, we said is here for your consideration tonight to, to rezone to AR1. <coughs> and you see the, the light colored green here is AR1, so this would be consistent with everything that's around it along Lewis Fraser Road. And this is a flood map just kind of showing you uh, some of the limitations of the property for as, as far as urban development. You can see that most of the property is in the, um, in the floodplain. And this, this hatched area here is actually the floodway of Peacock Creek. So it really doesn't lend itself uh, much to, uh, or most of the property doesn't lend itself much to development because of the, the floodway uh, issue. Our zoning analysis, uh, does a property have reasonable economic value as it's currently zoned? We said yes. Uh, does it, is it consistent with the JLUS study? We said yes. Uh, does a proposed use conform to the comprehensive plan? And the answer there is no. And uh, the reason, reason why is because when we put together the comprehensive plan back in 2016, we respected the current zoning on the map. And the zoning has been in place since 2006. And <coughs> it was multifamily, so we, we reflected that on the comprehensive plan as multifamily. But he is uh, desiring to use this as uh, agricultural use, and that's consistent with what's around it, so we're recommending uh, approval despite the fact that it doesn't conform to the comprehensive plan. Will there be an adverse effect on the value and usability of nearby properties? No, everything else is pretty much used, like, he, like he's wanting to use this one. Is the proposed use suitable in <coughs> nearby uses? We said yes. Will it create a burden on uh, roads and schools and utilities? No. Uh, will this allow short-term gain at the expense of our long-term goals? No, it won't cause a domino effect because everybody else is zoned the same way. Uh, there aren't any unique, unique historical sites that will be uh, impacted. Uh, this, is, this area isn't a flood hazard area. Uh, is it spot zoning and unrelated to the existing pattern of development? Actually, the way it's currently zoned is spot zoning, but this would, this would uh, serve to partially cure that. And then number 12, are there unique conditions that support approval or denial? And as you saw on the previous slide there, uh, this property is kind of a mixture of multifamily and, um, and uh, neighborhood commercial and some ag. And so what this would do is uh, take, uh, take some of that property back. Let me just kind of back up and just show you the, that map again. So what he's asking is just to take this little piece here, nine point six <coughs> acres, and take it back to the green, which is AR1. But when the Planning Commission heard this back at their March 15th meeting, they said, well, why not do all the rest of this? And in fact, they, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Duncan is not opposed to rezoning all the rest of this back to uh, what the surrounding area is. So the Planning Commission has directed the staff to advertise uh, uh, to rezone the rest of this property. And we'll be bringing that to you next month uh, for, uh, for consideration uh, to take all this property back to agriculture residential. With what's all around it, so we really would uh, this this next month's effort would just would really make this this entire property uh, consistent with what's all around it. But for today, we're just asking you to approve this 9.6 acre. That's what we've been that's what we've advertised for your consideration today. So let me go back to. LCPC heard this at their uh, March 15th meeting and they recommended approval with standard conditions and I'll be glad to answer any questions that you have about it. Mr. Duncan is here as well. Okay. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> on with the, uh, I'm coming to you, with the Planning Commission's recommendation about the 
adjoining, adjoining property. So why? Sounds like a good idea. But obviously, for some reason, Mr. Duncan didn't change his application. Well, at, at the time, at the time he came in, he just wanted to rezone his home site yeah. to be able to put the, the donkeys in there. Mm -hmm. And looking at them, when we started analyzing it, we looked at, at the entire surrounding area, and he acknowledges that it's not going to be suitable for multifamily. And the Planning Commission feels like it's not suitable for multifamily, so why not just try to clean up the map? So mm -hmm. your ordinance does give the Planning Commission the ability to make a recommendation to you, so that's what they've, they've chosen to do is advertise, take take comment on it, and then they're mm -hmm. going to bring you a recommendation recommend, okay. next month for the rest of it. Yeah, I was just trying to say, man, you could have could have done a one one stop shopping rather than having to come down and come back again for. And you are going to have a busy agenda next month, as you yeah, probably. I, we we we're finding out, sir. <laughs> we're finding out. And I would hate for him to be caught in in the middle of that. All right. Put him first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's, Mr. Duncan, come if you will, please, sir. Jeff, while he's coming, was there any uh, opposition from? Oh, okay. Well, well, most of the property he owns it anyway around there. Yeah. Donkeys, my friend? Uh, we got some chickens, donkeys, yeah. and some goats. Uh, the yeah. miniature donkeys. Yeah. Yeah, I got a yeah. barn going up out there. Yeah. And, uh, and then we, like uh, Ms. Rickinson said, uh, as we're looking at it, after I did my application, there's more property that we could rezone. Well, I'm never going to use that as R3. I don't mm -hmm. care if it stays R3 <clears> or not, but mm -hmm. it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, clean up the map. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so you're just doing that for sport? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just... I'm, I'm curious. I'll be honest with you. you know, I'm raising some crops. I'm going to try to get some uh, cows. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Just have a little bit of everything out there. Old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> Stress relieving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the, uh, uh, Mr. Chairman, in years ago, cows used to be out there. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? No. You know, I stay right down the street from... Okay. So cows used to be out there. I went to that uh, camp, life camp over there where they have all the, you know they have a, they have a camel that's taller than the ceiling out there? Mm -hmm. It was intimidating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love the area out there. I'm, yeah. I'm from Oklahoma, but this is mm -hmm. my home now, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to have you. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner, uh, Stephen, this is in your district. So, and Commissioner, any questions from oh, me? I think we all will come visit once you get it up yeah. and go. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, just, hey, just passed right by the church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Chairman, ready for a motion? Yes, sir. Chairman, I make a motion that we rezone 9.6 acres of Mr. Duncan property back to AR1. Second. Second. Motion second that we approve the rezoning petition as presented. With the rec with hearing and the recommendation from LCPC, also, I will say at this time I, I would recommend uh, Mr. Duncan and Jeff that maybe unless there's a hurry, I wouldn't I wouldn't bring that back in the midst of what we have coming up. If you can wait one more cycle, I, I recommend you wait because we plan to have a lot of activity going on. That stuff on the coast. Yes, it's sir. not going to be that bad, Mr. Chairman. Not be that bad. Yeah, it's going to be lengthy. Thank y'all very much. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, sir. Awesome. All in favor. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. It's not going to be that. You need to come out of public hearing. So move. Back in the record. Second. I heard two moves. Out right, here. Second. Second. Okay. All in favor. All right. Back in the regular session. Okay. We'll put in first, Commissioner Stevens. All right. Uh, proposals Miller Park Fire Station. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, sir. Uh, finally, we were able to uh, get some uh, proposals back for the main fire station at Miller Park. We received actually three. I think I put a little synopsis of those. Uh, it was a proposal, so the proposals were scored, and there you see the score. Uh, R.W. Allen uh, was the uh, low bidder and high score uh, on that project. Uh, and as the committee reviewed, Ms. Chairman and Commissioner Zay uh, uh, did see where they had some uh, substantial background in doing fire stations. So we feel pretty, pretty comfortable about recommending them to you which is a recommendation of the committee. Uh, just as a note there in your memo that you see that uh, the total cost was $8.7 million. You do have 1.5 million of ARPA assigned to that project, which will help out. And um, if, if you allow me, Mr. Chairman, kind of a lead in, uh, the, the station would be financed, it's proposed to be financed through issuance of bonds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Trey Monroe with, with Stiefel is coming up to talk to you about the resolution on that. This would also accompany bonds to do your EMS building that y'all talked about uh, coming back and, and financing. It's already been awarded. Bonds are also going to take care of the Gum Branch Convenience Center, which was due to have bonds issued <coughs> for it. Uh, so the total bonds uh, out there would be $12.5 million, which also would provide furnishings for this station. Um, a little other item that's in there too, you may remember that we did a short-term financing note on the Islands Fire Station. Uh, there is still uh, about $670,000 on that. So all this rolls all that together with the bond issuance that, that uh, Mr. Monroe will explain for you. So the recommendation of the committee is to, in anticipation of those bonds, to go ahead and award this to R.W. Allen. Uh, Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Brown, go back over. You, what all is this going to include now? Like I miss. Okay, so so the bonds that Mr. Monroe will talk about it will be the Miller Station. Mm-hmm. It'll be the EMS building. It'll be the note that's out there on the Islands Fire Station. Okay. And it'll also be for the Gum uh, Branch Convenience Center that was awarded. Of course, that payment will come out of the solid waste account. But in, in that account, we attract uh, in your current fee schedule to be able to pay that back okay. over a five-year period. So. Okay. All right. Um, questions for Mr. Brown and the commissioners? Um, no? This will be able to give us some lead way on some other projects uh, later, like uh, the uh, like the gym and the pavilion at Miller Park. Well, those, you know, those, you, you have splash. splash. Those are splash. Yeah, yes, right. Those are splash. So they get their funding through the splash. And we don't anticipate that you'll have to do any borrowing on those okay. at all. Okay. And you will have the opportunity to decide whether you will levy some of these expenses against the future splos. Uh, right. I should say the next splos. That's correct. Right. Okay. Yes, that, that's, that's a good point. Okay. And we'll be doing much the same structure for your health mm -hmm. department mm -hmm. uh, building along with the road shop. Okay. All right, but right now we need to uh, take action on this proposal. Well, Mr. Chair, just, just one quick question. Yes, sure. About the NWB. Uh, yes, sir. Met, met it at a, we had a 13% set there, and they came in at 13%. Okay. Yes, sir. We're able to. That was the question I was on. Thank you. I, I know I, I asked that same question, but. 
you're, I, I, you're consistent. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty consistent. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. I meant to bring that up. Right. Uh, that's the only thing. I saw that that they met the 13 percent. I just wanted to know where were they. So they're yeah, they right ended at up at 13 percent. Okay. Uh, Mr. Go ahead. Just another question. In the future, can we can we get a detailed list of, of what that entails with the 13 percent participation? Sure, be glad to. Right. I, In I fact, all four. Yeah. What part of the projects they they're working on? So if Absolutely. because in the future, if, if they if we're finding those uh, companies working on those particular projects, so we could kind of start looking for the ones that we are lacking. Right. On that side. Yes, sir. I'll, so I'll be we, glad to. So that. I'll send you to break out. Yeah, I'll send you a break out on this one, too. Good deal. Thank yes, you. Sir. Right. <clears throat> yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, this uh, fire station also includes includes the new fire department headquarters. This this will be the new fire department headquarters. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This will be the main station. All right. Just for familiarity, to say you said they've done a lot of fire departments. Have they done any in the coastal region? Savannah, two two in Savannah and one in Pooler. Okay. Uh, Within the last three years, okay. which is important too. It is important. It is important. I was going to say, I know you're not leaving right now, are you? At least Seth, it is, right? <laughs> All right, Chair, take a motion. Yeah, I make a motion that we accept the uh, proposal on the bond. For all items that was mentioned by Mr. Well, that, that'll be yeah, separate. I, I messed, I messed you far, up, and I yeah. apologize. Okay. I, I was crossing, I was crossing, yeah. crossing over the water on yeah. the other he, side he was, there. He was showing I, the connection, but I was, I was just mentioning the connection. Actually, there'll be a separate resolution mm -hmm. uh, for, for the bonds. We just need a motion next. to award R. W. Allen. Okay. Yes, sir. As Mr. Brown stated. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for messing you up there. Award we need a second on that motion, please. Second, Mr. Chair. Motion and second. We approve the uh, award to the bid to R.W. Allen Company at a cost of $8,700,000 with 8% contingency. Okay. All right. Um, with the note that uh, $1.5 million will be contributed from the uh, ARPA funds. All right. Everybody clear? Yeah, now we are. Uh, any discussion? All in favor? Raise your right hand, please. All right. Now, now we get down to the financing partners. Yeah. So Mr. Trey Monroe is here. I think y'all have met Trey before. He's actually done some restructuring on some bonds for us before from, from Stiefel. And, um, and uh, David Lucas usually accompanies him. David's actually having some work done tomorrow, so he wasn't able to be here. Yeah. I'll, I'll yield to Mr. Monroe. Who's that fellow he had with him out there in the <laughs> yeah, that, uh, David's having a knee replaced tomorrow, so oh. I'm, I'm here in his stead, but um, thank you for the time and happy to be here and um, I'll answer as many questions as you have. Um, so as Mr. Brown mentioned, to uh, finance the projects uh, that, we, that were just awarded uh, and have been awarded. Um, what we were tasked with was to uh, figure out how to finance that and fit it into um, your other uh, schedules of debt that are currently being paid from SPLOST. Uh, again, this will this will actually separate out the solid, uh, the Gump Branch uh, Convenience Center. That'll be paid from your enterprise funds. Right. Um, we expect the annual cost on that 
piece of it uh, to be about $85,000 per year that's going to be payable from the enterprise funds. Uh, the rest of the projects would be uh, financed from the future SPLOST. And um, the way that we set it up was um, to wrap this new debt around the debt that's already there. So right now, from SPLOST, the county pays the debt service on the um, Midcoast Regional Airport, which is about half a million dollars a year. And it also pays the debt on the Justice Center, uh, which is about $1.7 million a year. Um, so the way that we structured this new debt with uh, the new fire and EMS improvements is to uh, wrap that around what you already have so that your total payable from SPLOST each year is going to be about 2.5 to 2.6 million. What that's going to do is leave the county an additional probably close to 5.7 to 6 million of future sales taxes that you would be able to apply towards um, uh, other projects that they get approved in the next round of, of SPLOS. So that's, that's the uh, objective of the financing setup. Uh, the way that we're structuring it is with about a 15-year uh, bond that will be issued through the county's public facilities authority. And uh, we think that the interest cost on that in, in working with um, James Rogers, who's here with from Ameris Bank, uh, we think the, the interest cost on that is going to be in the in the neighborhood of three percent um, for the 15-year bond, which, uh, based on all of our uh, analysis, is a is a very competitive offer uh, for that for a few reasons. The the bank's going to be willing to allow us to set this up as a a drawdown facility, meaning the county isn't going to pay interest on all $12.5 million uh, when you close. A as the project is constructed and as you make draws uh, from the construction uh, fund, that's when the interest accrues. So that having it set up that way where you're not paying interest on all $12.5 million from the, from the get-go uh, saves the county probably 0 0.15 to 0.2% on your rate. So while the the coupon on the bond we think is going to be in the neighborhood of 3% or so. Uh, the actual cost of the, the interest cost on the bond we expect to be less than 3%. And, and as, a, as an example, uh, we were in the, the market today offering some bonds for a, another county here in Georgia that's got the same ratings as, as Liberty, credit ratings as Liberty, and for their 15-year bond, uh, they paid about a 3.2% uh, uh, interest rate. So uh, we, we think, given the flexibility of what we're able to, to structure with Ameris, uh, that this will, this will work out really well for the county. Um, in terms of uh, the process for the resolution, tonight is just a resolution of the board to request the Public Facilities Authority to issue the bonds. Uh, we will then need to, to call a, a meeting of the PFA uh, once we have the papers drawn up for them to actually uh, adopt the bond resolution, which would set us in motion for the validation process and then ultimately a closing um, middle to late May. Okay. Um, questions, commissioners? Mr. Monroe? Mr. Brown gave him a good lead in, but I wanted not everybody the opportunity to ask any questions they may have uh, about what we're doing because we're making, because uh, I think we all would agree these are vital projects um, that we've been, that have been in the harbor for a while, need to have done. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we're using this method to, to uh, do the financing. Uh, realizing once again the value of SPLOS and the importance of us supporting SPLOS and that um, SPLOS has been a blessing to us thus far when it comes to these kind of capital projects. So we need to do all that we can to ensure that uh, when that time comes that SPLOS is renewed. Um, and I don't want to give it as a negative, but the flip side of it is if, if SPLOS, for whatever reason, doesn't pass, then we will have to look at the general fund to fund these projects. But we need a new MS station. Uh, we need the uh, Miller Fire Park. That's part of our comprehensive plan that we all agreed to. And we made already uh, some commitment to that, having that happen. That's going to help a lot of people uh, in, our, in our county and certainly help us improve our fire service countywide. So once again, all valuable projects, but they don't come free. <laughs> they don't come free. So we have to find them. This is the best method that we have uh, found, am I right, Mr. Brown, to, to, to finance these projects? So that's why we bring this to you today. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. I see our CFO is back there. I was just waiting on Kim to give us the thumbs up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. Okay. I'm good, then. I'm good. All right. All right. Now we should. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I, do, I, I uh, don't have really a question for this gentleman, but Joey, on our paperwork, we got it says county clerk. Who would that be? Joey. Is that well, you? Okay. I'm, uh, that's just yeah, a, that's maybe I mean. a little typo there, but I want to make sure your title was correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to change your title. Make you the clerk. Okay. <laughs> it has county clerk, and we ain't had one in forever. <laughs> Joy takes care of everything anyway. So, but yeah, I think yes, this is good if they can get to us I'm at three percent. I. What you mean, Commissioner Jones? Yes, a question, please. Um, I understand the method. I guess how we are planning on paying this bill, um, and it's also contingent on future splash revenues. Mm -hmm. um, and you said, stated that if we, this happens so splash doesn't pass that we'll end up paying for this without, from the general fund. Mm -hmm. um, if splash did pass and we are, uh, I guess, spending that money before we even get it, that would hinder our ability for new projects. I mean, I understand that I'm just coming on board so most of these projects have uh, been developed before I came on board but if we're going to I guess start spending future splash money now on old projects then that hampers our ability for newer projects going forward would I be correct saying that I think you would um, what, what we've done is um identified the projects that we thought SPLOS worthy, if I can ever use that expression, uh, projects that rose to the top of our um, most needed list. And so we're going to we're gonna do that. Um, now, we have the opportunity, Commissioner Jones, at the, at, you know, when that time comes, um, of, of, of looking again at, and deciding what we will pay from SPLOS and what we will pay from General Fund. You know, we don't have to put it all on SPLOS. Uh, we just have found that to be the most advantageous thing for us to this point. But you're right, at the time when we read those plots, 
we'll have the time to discuss, you know, what makes the cut and what doesn't make the cut. And most of the projects that we've identified that we're speaking of now, they were planned before I came yeah, on yes. board. Okay, just, yes, uh, they, I was just curious uh, for future projects that, uh, yeah. you know, we're spending the future money now, mm -hmm. but then there's future projects also. So mm -hmm. I was just. Yeah. And as he explained, there'll, there'll be some room for other projects too. This won't, yeah. Preferably. Thank you. Thank you. And Mr. Chair, just, yeah. just for clarification, we're combining, correct? You're, you're, you're not combining those old ones with this one. He was just mentioning what they were. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those are still out there. They're set under the very similar provision. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 <laughs> right. And, and, and we should be coming up to, to almost finish paying those off, right? Mid-coast. The mid-coast? Actually, yeah, and actually, a uh, little bit of uh, preface, I guess, for your, for your Thursday planning session. We've got some numbers that we can run over there. Uh, but actually, you've got about Midcoast will almost completely pay off after the next one. It'll actually pay off a little early uh, unless you decide to do something else out there. And the Justice Center will, will require one more sales tax. One more after? After this one. Mm -hmm. After six. Or at the seven. Mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah, it, it needs to be on seven. If right. You want to pay it out of squash. Right. And then after seven, it would be almost entirely paid off. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I was just making clear. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I remind that's, us of that's, the, that's what yeah. I was under the impression. Yeah. I remind us of the conversation from that last. <laughs> you you ever remember, Commissioner Jones? You weren't here. Uh, the the how you say it? Two two schools of thought. One was to be real aggressive, which paid it, and one was why over load yourselves, pay it incrementally, you know, and, and do it that way. That leaves you room to do a multiplicity of future projects. So we kind of went somewhere in the middle. We kind of landed somewhere in the middle with the, our uh, payment plan for Justice Center and the, uh, and the airport. But the public spoke to us and said, some said, be overly aggressive, you know, just put all your splash money toward that. And we said, well, no, we have roads to pave and all those kind of things to do so we can do that. So we chose somewhere in the middle, we kind of balance it with the, with the plan that we have. So, so this will keep us really. This, this yeah. will allow you to continue to yes. do new projects right. as, they, as right. they come up. Right. Um, the other thing I should mention is it would also be um, prepayable. So, you know, the county mm -hmm. sales tax has been growing 10, 15% a year, mm -hmm. several years. So yeah. if, um, you know, it was the, the, the board's Will. pleasure. You, mm -hmm. you would have the ability to pay this off early at any time. Mm -hmm. Without penalties, correct? Without penalties. Mm -hmm. There we go. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ho ho hopefully, 
because I, I have a project as well that, that <laughs> I've had in Hopper for quite a long time. So hopefully you'll be in front of us again. Um, and a matter of fact, wear that same suit because it must be lucky. <laughs> and, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again on, on, on future projects, Mr. Chair. I'll, I'll come anytime. There we go. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, any other discussion before we uh, take action? All right, Chair, entertain a motion then. Yes, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve the capital projects financing. Second. 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 Second, we approve the capital projects finance has been explained by Mr. Moreau and Mr. Brown. Any further discussion? I appreciate the good discussion we did have because we got to work on that very soon. All, right, all in favor, will let me know my raising your right hand, please. Any opposition? All right. Thank you, sir. We'll move forward. Okay. All right, public works dump truck. Oh, there's our friend. <laughs> uh -oh. Does he need on a does he need on a khaki suit? <laughs> right. Hey. Hope not. Hey, hey where, 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 where's, where's the khaki man? Where's the khaki? Much on the khaki. Uh, Chairman, we took proposals for a dump truck and a side uh, mount tractor mower. Um, Roberts Truck Center was the high scored highest on the proposal for the dump truck. I apologize. I left my paper on my desk. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Click on the back, Clint. Yeah, Roberts Truck Center uh, scored highest on the proposal. A quote of one eighteen eight ninety nine. Two thousand dollar trade value on the other truck. Okay, this is just for one dump truck. Are we turning in another one? Or a dump? This is a uh, this is brand new. Brand new dump truck, yeah. Okay. Mr. Mosley was on that committee. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> He was the committee. I'll be honest. He is the committee. <laughs> he was the committee. You're never going to live it down. You're never going to live it down. Mr. Wells, did, did you well, get the he, highest he, score? He's adjusted quick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, we, we weren't trying to put any pressure on you, Doc. Uh, <laughs> Tell him, Mr. Bowles, that was some years ago. That wasn't. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I learned. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm used to seeing out of... From 100, yeah, I'm a <laughs> So this, uh, yes. Um, you, you may as well go ahead and hit the high spots. The, 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 you know, they want to know the, the Roberts, have you had good experience and all that kind of stuff, sir? I'm sorry, Chairman. Have I, you had good experience? Roberts Truck Center, we, um, we, we haven't had to done a lot of business with them mm -hmm. lately. We have in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, Freightliners, who we usually deal with, but they was... Hmm. We we couldn't, uh, as you can see by the number wow. there. They've gone out. <laughs> yeah. So this dump truck, what? What kind of engine in this yeah, thing? What, 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 what size? It? It's a uh, thirty thousand GVW. It's a single axle dump truck to pull the uh, trailer in the back coming okay. all around. Okay. Well. I so the quote on both of them are a single axle truck. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ooh. Believe it or not, I, I questioned the guy because I had trouble with Roberts one time for bidding something and then wasn't able to honor the price. The reason Freightliners bid so high when they typed in the specs on the truck, the vinyl 
seat in the back. It's a four-door truck, but it required, I re submitted for a vinyl seat. Well, when he punched it in, for some reason, it, they didn't have it or something. It threw up all nines, so he didn't catch it. Mm. And added it in. <laughs> added that number in there. This is a year out. Is it over? Over. Over. Both of them. Over a year. Yeah, Freightliner's at 199. Mm-hmm. She was referencing the, the receiving days. The receiving uh, days is about a, a How long it takes? 420 or, or 75. Am I yeah. looking at right if, yeah. If yeah, you, you order are. a truck right now, you're, you're generally 18 months out. But but that's that's everywhere, correct? Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so so you're saying the, the difference in the 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 bids and or or the quotes is off of a back seat? That's where he made the mistake whenever he he, he put in his numbers, whatever, get his price. Mm -hmm. It was a something to do with the seat, the back seat, the wrapper, the covering on the back seat when he punched in. Mm -hmm. He punched in something wrong and didn't catch it. Mm -hmm. And when it they punch in something wrong and they don't catch it, the computer automatically signs at some crazy number and it's yeah. supposed to catch their eye. Yeah. The, the salesman, from what I was told, would it catch his eye. Mm -hmm. So 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 basically this this uh quote from them is an uh, accurate quote. Uh yeah. No, I mean if you I'm, I'm saying whether for, you for call it in, it's inaccurate. Right. But they done it. It you know. That's what they offer. That's what yeah. Yeah. And and they didn't they didn't catch it in time. I, right. Mm. Yep. Okay. Cause, cause well, yeah. what, what's the difference mm. in the quality of, of these trucks? That that's that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I get that their Freightliner, their number is way high, but but what I'm saying is for the long term. I'm, it's Roberts bit an international truck, and they're good trucks. The, the reason we hadn't messed with Roberts, like, is is more some of the shop issues and that sort of thing. And I always try to keep it. It's easier if you got one brand of truck. Absolutely. You know, and I always try to do it. But when I went back to Freightliner and said, hey, what would you do? And he said, yeah, we messed up. But I still would have been uh, $25,000 more because he doesn't even know if he's going to get a truck next year. Okay. That's so what I was trying to get. <laughs> yeah, that's clarified. Yeah. You see he, what I'm he I, I, I didn't want this quote to be a, a, a false quote, and he could come in somewhere close. And I mean, yeah. I, mean I understand how the bidding goes, but and, I, and I, I would hate to, to buy something that's inferior. more economically feasible. Mm -hmm. I guess I could say that. Mm -hmm. And then and, and we, we have long-term issues. Yeah. If he could have got anywhere close, we would have thrown it out and rebid it. Okay. Uh, but oh, no, you you, you yeah. literally just clarified that. Yeah, he just he couldn't like he said. He said I can't even guarantee you I will have a new truck to sell next. Wow. Mm -hmm. And these are the only two who who put in a bid. That's the only two who put in a bid out of I don't know how many people requested yeah, we, bids. We said about ten or twelve people. Yeah. I mean, he was constantly asking for it. Yeah, they they just they're not out there right that now. That is his right now. They don't even know if they can get trucks. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're right. so going to be able to limp along until. <laughs> Got no choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a year. Good Lord. Is it a possibility? It could be less time. Could be. It could be. It could be less time. Yeah. But 
you know, when they put it in, they put in a safe number. You don't lock themselves out. All right, I'm like you, Commissioner Ray. I'm good. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Mr. Wills. Yes, sir. If you had your preference as far as maintenance, upkeep, durability, dependability, uh, with the two options we got here, which would your preference be? My preference would be Freightliner. All right. Um, there's no way that we could go back and rebid the Freightliner just because of, or is this the final bid on? Check them all and then put it back out for proposals again. How long did that process take? 30. Yeah. You have to advertise for 30 days. Yes. It could be back before you, at, at the earliest, 45 days. Let me, let me can I but take it back on your, I, I hear what you're saying, but you, what you're saying is Freightliner said he couldn't even promise he you a truck. He doesn't even know if he'll have a truck next year. And if he had one, it'd be 25. It'd be, he said it'd probably be 20 to 25,000 more than the price yeah. that Robert's quoted. He, he's kind of back. Yeah, so he's back. kind of having to. <laughs> Do the best he can with he got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seemed like to me that uh, Freightliner, which, I mean, I like Freightliner better too, but uh, Mr. Freightliner puts in the wrong price. Mm -hmm. Then he says, he can't even I can't get it. <laughs> and if I did get it, it's going to cost you a lot more. I mean, is he is he open down there now? I mean, is he is yeah, he still? Yeah. <laughs> it don't sound like he even want to be in the truck business. He I mean, still has a job a, too. I question him on that. Almost <laughs> baseball season, but he struck out. <laughs> yeah. And he said, "I Three can't times. do it. Yeah. If I do it, it's more." Get, and um, here's my wrong price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he struck out. He's out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this would almost sound like the same situation what we had with EMS situation where we were dealing with Dodge and we had to switch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Please don't say that D word. Mm -hmm. yeah. Better than a fold. <laughs> All right, Chair, turn the motion. I drive Chevy, baby. Yes, sir, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion. <laughs> Close the check case. I make a motion that we approve the bid for Robert's Truck Center for $118,899 for a dump truck for road department. Okay. Second. Motion and second, we approve the bids proposed. Any further discussion? <laughs> All in favor, raise your right hand. Raise your yes. All right, so we understand the tight spot that you're in. All right, Public Works tractor with mower. Uh, we re sent proposals for a new tractor with a side mount mower on it. Uh, we, we received three of them back. Applin Motors was the high score and the lowest bid. Uh, for a Kubota tractor at 115,233. Okay. Excuse me, hang on one minute. So let me ask the Browns, don't lose you. Uh, was this the truck we just approved? Was that part of our capital CIP? Was that in our CIP or this is coming out of general fund? Well, one and the same. One and the same. It come out of really, well, whenever it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he won't spend the money for a while. Okay. <laughs> I must say, okay. All right. Now go on, sir. Um, like I say, Applin Motors was the uh, high score and the uh, lowest price on that side mount tractor. And we purchased from them before? That's, yeah. Uh, yes. We all, that's all we got is Kubota's we run and we bought every one of them from them. Okay. Obviously, the price is going up on them too, right? Sir. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't hear. <laughs> no, you're fine. This uh, is a cab of a cab. Yes. Yes. And, and you were saying where the 
we already have one from from them mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the last time we bought that was what a couple of years ago. I think that tractor was a 2012 one replacing. We bought two last year uh, from them. Well, we have four, five Kubota tractors right now. Okay. Uh, do you remember what the price was on that, Mr. Brown? Back when we bought this, this it's not a regular tractor. It's, you know, it's got the side more on it. And I want to say the last one we bought was around when we bought it, it was like 85 or 88, somewhere right in there. Now, the two tractor we bought uh, last year, they didn't have a side mower, and they was a cab tractor, and I think they was 49.8 a piece. Okay. For them. This is all-wheel drive? Mm-hmm. All right, this is your recommendation, sir? My recommendation is to go with Apple Motors. All right. Chair and Taylor, motion, commissioners. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. Motion second. We approve the recommendation coming from uh, our road department, Mr. Wells. As stated, any further discussion? I just have one. Yes, sir. Um, Mr. Mosley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just, I just wanted to get your opinion on, on, this, uh, on, on this motor. Do, do you have a statement or, or no? It's a good product, sir. There we go. All right. I, 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 was, just, I was just looking. All right. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. No, you're not sir. from Baxter, are you, Mosley? Chairman, <laughs> Commissioner. Bullet Thank you, Bullet sir. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate what you do, oh, sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> MOA, Liberty County Board of Education. A renewal of the agreement with the Board of Education and EMA that provides the use of their schools in time of declared disaster. Also uh, covers uh, them supplying our the buses that we need for evacuation and also the uh, drivers for those buses. Same agreement uh, as last year. Okay. Good to have in place. Hope we don't have to use it. Mm -hmm. Chair and Taylor, motion. So move, Mr. Chairman. Second. Second. All in favor. I'm sorry, no discussion. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. <laughs> Mr. Jones, you good? Yes, sir. All right, sir. Uh, while I'm there, um, I'm reminded um, for the last election that we worked with, we had, it was kind of slid in under the wire, kind of sort of, if I use that expression, with the school board. So let's make sure, I know they're involved in the upcoming elections. Um, is it that when we're running countywide and they're part of it, then? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Okay. Then you have a separate elections agreement in all years. Okay. All right. Or for special. Okay. Want to make sure. Thank you. Yes, Red Cross. Yes, sir. This is a, a training provider agreement that allows uh, swim lessons, Red Cross swim lessons, uh, to be taught at the recreation department. Um, this is a way that the recreation department is trying to cultivate lifeguards. You may remember that's why we had to shut down so much. Mm -hmm. uh, so th this, we do have someone licensed to be mm -hmm. able to teach it, and this allows us to teach their classes. Good. Under the agreement, we would collect the money uh, from the folks that are taking the classes and remit a certain portion of that money for the licensed material uh, to Red Cross and then get to use their product. Okay. Questions for Mr. Brown on this agreement? None whatsoever. No. All right, Chair, take the motion then. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second it. Second. 
Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Be good to have that in place to help yes, with right. that, very, very fill that good. void. Mm -hmm. Two pools we're trying to run. Okay. Administrative update. Um, only thing is, uh, I got a note from over at LCPC that we had advertised before for the HAMPO CAC and we didn't get any applications. That's Assistant Advisory Committee uh, of HAMPO. Um, wanted to know if y'all wanted to try to advertise again for that or whether you just wanted to consider some appointments maybe. And that's not something you have to obviously decide tonight, but more just to let you know that nobody applied for those positions. It is a required committee under the Transportation Planning Act that we have to do. So we have to keep it in place. So maybe if you could think of some folks or. Commissioners, what's your. What, what was that, Joey? I was. It's the Citizen Advisory Committee of Hampo. Oh, okay. And. We didn't get any applications for that when we advertised. So either. either we can re-advertise if, if y'all want to, or you can just try to consider some folks for that. What, How many positions? What are their duties? Their duties are to review the transportation needs of the county, gather input from other citizens, and then they then report to the technical committee who then reports to the policy committee on recommendations. All right. In the transportation plan, yeah. Uh -huh. It's a, it's, a it's process. A pre predetermined uh, Federal Highway Administration. How many slots do we have? I have to get you. I have to get you that yeah. number, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, um, hard to believe we don't have. Yeah, I think you only had um, you only had three people really that were serving. Mm -hmm. And I know you. I know you have at least six slots. Mm -hmm. I know I saw one person on there. They relocated, so mm -hmm. they did. Okay, yeah. And it's called a Citizens Advisory? Citizen Advisory Committee of HAMPO. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'll get you the number. If I'm not mistaken, they meet once a month, too. They do meet once a month. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Um, Uh-oh. I'm aware of some <laughs> folks that was interested in that. Um, citizens Advisory Board, I'm not sure if they missed the uh, advertisement or if they just um, went not to uh, join, but um, that's, 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 I think that's one I'm calling. They heard you talking about them. <laughs> I would, uh, I would like to uh, see that we re-advertise this. Uh, maybe some folks missed it. or And then if that many um, positions are open, I guess that would be more detailed than us just picking six people just at random, yeah. give the folks a chance again to maybe apply for it. All right, I'm fine with that. We can re-advertise, yeah. Okay. And if not, then be thinking of someone who you all would ask personally to, to serve. And oh, we'll, I'm sorry, good. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. just mm -hmm. so we're, we're advertising through the Coastal Courier and uh, our uh, website. Our website. Well, mm -hmm. okay. We are, and I'll get you the number of vacancies that currently exist there mm -hmm. so that you'll know how many you got to fill. Try this too, won't you send us each copies of the ad, and if we know someone, we can send that out to. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> and also with the duties, please. Yeah. Okay. Right, because don't want them to take the position you're right and not okay. be interested or not show up. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And I guess the dates. Did they, they meet and all that meet. stuff? Mm -hmm. How many times a month and everything? Right. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, other than that, Mr. Mosley, uh, I think just take a second, bring you up to date on the uh, youth program for this year. Oh. Okay. Uh, Mr. Chair, members of the board, we have our summer youth program getting ready to kick off. Uh, just finished our flyer and application updated that. Uh, that will go to the uh, school system on tomorrow. Uh, we'll run it to the uh, May the uh, April the 25th, and then we'll have interviews on April the 30th and May the 2nd. Uh, we increased the number of slots this year to last year we impacted about 16 students. This year we increased it to 20. And uh, the time frame of it will still be five weeks, and we want to run it from June the 6th to July the 8th and have our combination program on July the 8th. And uh, as y'all well aware, it was very successful, and we had some great young people on last year, so we hope that we can get another good crop of young people this year. Is Mr. Murray still available to Yes, sir. Work? Okay. You said June 6th to... July the 8th. Yes, school probably start on the 9th. <laughs> <laughs> probably a week after. Yeah. That it, that's it, Other than uh, executive session for that. Yes, sir. I think there's anything in the community going on that we... Uh, other than our planning session Thursday. Yeah, our planning session. Thursday morning. Thursday morning, Thursday, nine. Eight, here, nine. Here. What time? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock right here. Thursday. What is that, Thursday? Right. Yes, sir. All right. Chair, I take a motion to go out of regular session into the executive session for so personnel. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second? Second. All in favor? We're now into executive session to discuss personnel.
session? So moved, Mr. Chair. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? All right. With nothing to report, motion to adjourn. So moved. So moved. Second. second. All in favor? <laughs> uh -huh. All, uh, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Yes.